everybody, really excited about a new podcast I'm doing. So before you check out this one, and thank you for being a subscriber here, please check out my new show, Props and Drops, with the co-founder of DraftKings, Matt Kalish. We'll be talking a ton about alternative investing uh, and quite a bit about sports, betting, and in the alt-investing world, sports cards, sneakers, uh, clearly NFTs. Uh, just really excited about it. Uh, gonna be a little more fun a little bit more culture, day-to-day humor. I think you're gonna really like the first episode if you haven't checked it out. The link to the new show, Props and Drops, is in the description of this podcast. Please check it out. Uh, Would mean the world to me if you gave it a spin and hit me up on Twitter and told me what you thought. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Welcome everybody, Joe Tarnowski and with ECRM and I have back with me Gary Vaynerchuk, entrepreneur, investor, and best-selling author. Gary, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you're a big believer in emotional intelligence. In fact, you have a book coming out in November that's all about leveraging emotional skills for business success. Why is EQ so important? Because I think it's real life. You know, I think a lot of things that were taught around business, business school, are uh, the hard skills. They matter. You need to know how to balance a checkbook. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to staff and models and all that. It's very important. But at the end of the day, I really think business is run by people, with people, for people, and humanity and, and the things that trigger people positively and negatively are incredibly important. And leadership uh, capabilities that find the balance between actually executing something, because business is a competitive world, mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, um, you know, and, and then, you know, actually having the humanity to make those things happen matters. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned, like you said, it's not taught in business school. So how do you go about figuring out how much EQ somebody has and are there certain roles that are better for high EQ people versus low EQ people? Um, I think uh, I think every role is important. Mm-hmm. I actually think the CEO is the number one person you'd like to have EQ because if she or he doesn't, they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- there's no really way to measure. It's not like we have a test, like a COVID test or mm-hmm. an SAT where you can really get that answer. I think... Um, I'm a big fan of trying to get real feedback from human beings that interact with human beings. You know, so when I'm making decisions on hiring, I try to see if I can find a person or two that's close to that person mm-hmm. that doesn't have a horse in the race that's worked with them in the past, the real, real. Um, and then you just observe it when they work for you. You know, the way I pick managers are the ones who have, you know, these emotional intelligence skills. But, you know, listen, there's some very aggressive emotional intelligence skills that matter. Ambition matters. For example, you know, one of the traits I talk about in the book is ambition. Ambition matters. Like somebody that's hungry is going to achieve more. It's just that, you know, ambition over passiveness is a factor in winning. But, but so is accountability. So you have ambitious people who don't like accountability. They like to blame everybody else. They like fingers, not thumbs. Um, so some of these skills kind of, uh, contrast with each other. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, to me being content and being like my life, wild levels of complacent 
I wouldn't call it complacency, I call it content. Mm-hmm. I'm incredibly grateful. Like, actually, that's the one I use in the book. Gratitude and ambition could seem as a contradiction. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for everything I have and don't have any expectations, no entitlement to more, but have incredible drive for more, right? Yep. So I think, yes, I do think, you know, uh, kindness and empathy confuse people. I laugh when people are confused by that, right? Um, curiosity is actually a heavy, and humility, two things I talk a lot about, being curious and being humble. But at the same token, conviction. So I'm incredibly curious, but I have wild conviction. You know, humility is my ultimate pillar of why I think I'm here today and being honored to interview with you and all the good things that are happening to me. But I have crazy conviction once I believe something because I've tested and learned it and was curious. So I I think these things do battle against each other. Um, You know, patience and tenacity are two of the ingredients I talk about all the time. Imagine being equally patient and tenacious. Patience for me is a macro, tenacity is a micro, Mm -hmm. right? So you you have to be tenacious in the task at hand a patient in the overall mission. And I think people struggle with the levels. They, they struggle with the macro micro. Gotcha. So you may have one level of one and then a lower level of the other, and it kind of works together. That's right. And, and one may be something about life and another might be the project at hand. Gotcha. So um, you refer to empathy as the Swiss army knife of business tools that could be used to motivate employees, close sales, create new products, deliver world-class service. How should one employ empathy both in dealing with their customers, but also within their organizations? Well, to me, it's funny. I have more, I have more empathy for my employees than I do for my customers. Mm-hmm. And I have more empathy for my customers' customers than I do for my customers. <laughs> you know, I, I think people have the rankings wrong. I go employee, customer of comps. This is at Boehner because we're B2B. Employee, customer of customer, like the customers of Budweiser. Mm-hmm. And then the client, most places are client, client, client. And I think that hurts them. So for me, that's how I think about it. And um, I'm just incredibly passionate about it. I think that if you care and know what your employee cares about, you can create a system that allows them to be happy and succeed. I mean, when you, most businesses are selling really that, the byproduct of their success is predicated on their people. I don't know how people don't see that. I'm sh- they think people are interchangeable. I do not. Yep. It's all about people doing business with people. And it's, and it's funny. Uh, I was reading every year I read Marcus Aurelius meditations. And it just so happened that the part I got up to today, he wrote, Patient, uh, practice really hearing what people say. Do your best to get inside their mind. So empathy, the value of empathy has been around for a thousand, more than a thousand years. So it's just interesting how, and listening is such an important part of it, listening and observing. Um, it's just so damn obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't talk about it in business, mm-hmm. right? Even right now, I just had to reply to somebody whose mother is sick that works for me. That was what I was just doing on my phone right now. I'm in the middle of this interview. I don't want to be, I don't want to be not paying attention to this, but I've been worrying about this employee and like, I didn't even want it to wait for a second. I want him to feel my being in it. Mm-hmm. Even at the ability of like having somebody see this and be like, oh, why is Gary not paying attention for a second? <laughs> so I'm willing to take the casualty 
be the front of it and be judged on that so I can do what I just did. It, and, and, and what that is, that, that was so meta, but that was an example of the reality of it all. Either you're religious about this, mm-hmm. emotional intelligence, or you're not. Either you're about your employees or you're not. Either you realize that your employees, your customers, the business, and then you, the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. is fourth. And too many people are, put themselves first. They want to get a boat or a house or a new, yeah. you know, and, and that hurts people. So, so patience has always been a challenge for me and many of our customers. Do you you think that's because of ambition or do you think that's because you wanted to seem successful in front of other people's eyes? If you really dug deep. I I think it's probably ambition. Like if I I want things to happen faster than, and it's hard for me to wait for them, you know, and Mm -hmm. we see a lot of that. A lot of our customers are young entrepreneurs and they're really hungry to grow their business. And what is your advice to, to uh, as far as patience and taking a long-term view? I just don't know anything else. My mm-hmm. advice is, if you love it, why would you want it to end? Mm-hmm. Like for me, business is my hobby. Yeah. So like when you go on a skiing trip, like don't you get sad when it's Sunday when you were looking forward to it and you got there Thursday and you skied all weekend? Mm-hmm. For me, that's business. This goes back to my point of people wanting things or wanting to seem successful instead of actually being about it. For me, patience is a piece of cake. It's the only thing I want to do. I wish everything slowed down. Now, to your point, I've had very fast successes in my career because I use self-awareness. I put myself in good positions. But in the macro, I'm patient. and, And it leads to a lot of mental health. When you're not anxious for success, you're happier. Mm-hmm. And that's and where just, that content comes yeah. in. And enjoying the process, the process love of it, what you love do. It, love it. Like, like everybody wants to sell their business these days. Mm-hmm. I never want to sell my business. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I'm with you there. Uh, I'm a big believer in passion um, and having passion for what you do. I've never worked at a job or stayed at a job that I wasn't passionate about. And that kind of helps you weather the storms and stuff. I mean, look at this. I'm getting paid to interview you right now. How cool is that? You know? And, and I also believe in EQ. You know, I reached out to my speaking bureau, Vayner Speakers, my company, my speaking team, after our speech the other day, I said, hey, the Wi-Fi was not stable where I was. I couldn't get it there. Can you reach out to them? Maybe we can. And, and look, what you know, this is... Yeah. This is actually caring. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what we're doing right now. It was a perfect example. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about uh, EQ today, because your Vayner speakers team, you guys demonstrated exactly that. And, and it was awesome. It, it does make a difference. So uh, I know we're, we're running short on time. I just had two quick uh, questions in addition. So the past year and a half co- uh, caused a lot of adversity, but some people in organizations fared better than others. So what has the pandemic pandemic taught us all about adaptability and resilience? I think it was just, you know, I think it's something we've all known. People have talked about being prepared for, you know, it's the Mike Tyson thing. Everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. I just think this was the first time for a lot of people that they had to go through it. You know? And, so, and to be yeah. honest, financially, unless you were a business that was incredibly affected by the rules of COVID, Mm-hmm. hairdresser, you know, bars, there was no question. A lot of people didn't feel the financial part because we just printed money. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, this was the greatest vacation of their careers. 
Oh yeah, I definitely saw that. <laughs> people, people are currently staying at home on vacation because they're getting paid more in unemployment than to get a job. Yeah, they're having trouble hiring people because of that. That's right. So that's fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not overly worried about socialism, capitalism. Like I think people get very religious about things they don't fully understand. To me, it's just one big game of the world will continue to have twists and turns. Are you in the mental capacity to deal with it? Mm-hmm. Good end. point. So um, how do we go about developing our soft skills? Can they um, be developed? They can be developed. I think the first thing you have to do is acknowledge that they're important. Mm-hmm. It starts there. Yeah. I just don't think a lot of people watching right now even think it's important. Mm-hmm. They think it's foofy or they don't think it's a real thing or they don't even acknowledge, like they don't even think in terms of, you know, do these things matter? Like, like, I, and I don't blame them. Like, I don't know that a lot of people have talked about curiosity or humility or kindness or self-awareness or optimism as like core business tenants. They've been flirted around here and there. But to me, this is, I think people have thought of them as like the pepper and the salt. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the steak. Yeah. You know, like being on time or taking good notes or being stu- like, that's the salt and pepper. That's the commodity. This Definitely is the main matters. Thing. Yeah, it definitely matters. Our last question, physical health. How does physical health support your ability to be emotionally intelligent? Because I'd imagine it's hard, it's hard to be um, empathetic well, if, you if well, you're sick. Right? Yeah, if you're yeah. sick or stressed I, I, out. I think that's right. I think that's all right. I think it's those variables. I think they matter. My son's calling me. I got to grab this. I love okay. you guys. Thank you so See much. You. Take care. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm going to have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week. Thanks so much, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review reads, powerful and true. Thank you for reminding us that there's a fine line between helping and hurting. Now, thank you for that amazing review. And to anybody else listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.